Hey everybody, and welcome to Win Stupid Prizes, the show where we ask the questions that nobody thought were worth asking. I'm Eddie, and I am joined today by three people who have promised to make absolutely no jokes this episode. And they are Bear. I'm thrilled to be here today. Jamie. Hey, love and life. And our judge this episode is Paul. Why did I sign up for this? <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, guys, for being here. <laughs> can tell you're all thrilled to be here. Paul, as our judge, what questions do you have for us today? So, um, my, my, my career's gone downhill a bit since I started off being Dark Lord products, and I've had to sort of... That's you why know, you signed up for this. Yeah, yeah, that was the main reason why I signed up for this. Um, I used to be, you know, dealing with major heroes like, you know, Superman, Black Adam. <laughs> hey. Um... But now I, I've realised I've had to deal with more, deal with more grounded heroes, and and I need to do some research. And I'm aware that there is a new Spider-Man film coming out oh. called Enter. The, oh no, wait, no, hang on, is it just Enter the Spider-Verse two? I don't. know. It's across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, the last one was Enter the Spider-Verse. Into yeah. So, so the question I want asking is, what Spider-Man would you add to the next film? What? So, do you mean like? Toby Maguire, for example. What? 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 <laughs> Toby Maguire's Spider Man. Or does Toby Maguire the man? <laughs> Toby Maguire. I mean, both work quite well as far as I can Toby say. Maguire, famous <laughs> actor, just in Spider Man. Turns up at the scene of the crime. He's like, there's no special effects to get me through this. What am I going to do? That's exactly it, right? The whole film is heavily animated. It's it's an animated film, is what mm. I mean. Right, yeah. And so at some point, they open a door and just a regular man who's clearly just <laughs> he, in front of a green screen. He doesn't even get a portal. <laughs> opened up by a small child no he just opens the door no he just walks through a door the other thing is like all the different spiders men yeah. are uh, just talking around like oh how are we gonna deal with this problem and he's just like well from my experience on the set of spider-man's one to three from my knowledge of what spider-man is as a character i think he would have done this and they're like thanks toby let's do something else he's like oh, no i just i just asked uh, sam raimi when i knew when he didn't know what to do he told me like how I always did see Tobey Maguire as quite a character actor, so I think he's just been in character for the last 15 years. Oh, method actor. Oh, oh, right, yeah. right. Or do you mean he's been in character as Tobey Maguire? Uh, oh, <laughs> go, oh. Yeah. Or he just, like, he keeps pausing, like, they're, they're like, quick, we've got to save these civilians. He's like, all right, give me, give me a moment, collect myself. <sighs> Get into character. Get smacked in the side of the head. Like, why didn't you use your spidey senses? Yeah, all the Spider-Man have just actually gone off to save the day, and he's just like, okay, I'm ready to feel the role. <laughs> Or do we get Spider-Man 3 emo Spider-Man? Oh. oh sorry, emo Tobey Maguire. Emo, yeah. <laughs> or just dancing down the street being an asshole. <laughs> dancing and beating random people up just because he wants to seem cool. That whole scene, in that part of my youth, that scene stood out as like the most mockable part of any movie I had ever seen to date. Yeah, they referenced it in the last Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie because it's that much of a meme. And in the years since it's come out, has your opinion changed? <laughs> I appreciate it a little more now, yeah. like unironically. So not a lot is what I'm hearing. Back then it was just like, this is bad, let's make fun of it. Now it's like, this is bad, I'm glad they did it. <laughs> that is true, I have that opinion of films now too. The problem I see with bringing Tobey Maguire and or Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man into this is some of those moments are just really sort of sad and grim and it's just like Tobey Maguire and whoever plays MJ just standing around in a graveyard like breaking up with each other and like do you want to bring that kind of energy to the sort of bright and colourful and the explosive Spider-Verse? Sounds good to me. See maybe that's something that it's missing though, it's missing 
missing that level of depth from those deep human emotions that Tobey Maguire could bring to the Spider-Verse hmm. and save the day through sadness? I haven't quite figured that bit out. <laughs> Only a method actor such as Tobey Maguire could ever bring that sort of level of depth to an animated <laughs> Look, if saving the day through sadness was, was a real route, then I would be a superhero in real life. Sod water, watership down and everything else. No, what we need is live action Tobey Maguire in our animated film. Yeah, I know you get it. I admit, I haven't seen him in anything else. I know he's in other movies, but I have not seen him in anything else. So I have no idea what his range is. It's just Peter Parker. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, from the very few things I've seen him in. He's fine as an actor. I've got no qualms with him. He's not the best actor, but he ain't the worst. I think the thing that he most interestingly adds to the Spider-Verse is a third dimension. Oh, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> None of it is 3D at the moment. It's not yeah. It's not 3D animation at all, no. They think it's 3D, mm. but it's not. <laughs> Are you, wait, 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 can, yeah. I, can I clarify? Do you mean literally a third dimension as in you go into the movie, you get given 3D glasses, it's all in 2D until Tobey Maguire shows up and he's actually rendered in the 3D like binocular vision for you? No, he means when Tobey Maguire shows up in the movie, he steps out of the cinema screen and punches you in the face. Oh, oh no, that's, that's 4D. Buddy. We'll get there. We'll get there. They hire Toby Maguire. There's only one screening at a time. Yeah. He travels around to the screen. acts on stage. Bursts through the cinema screen and puts on like a theatre production. That's why it's got different release dates in different countries because Toby Maguire has to get flown across the world for this screening. Man, anyone who's a Toby Maguire lookalike is suddenly very, very popular. I also like the concept of sometimes there's just a problem that the characters can't solve and Toby Maguire can by stepping out of the scene, around the scene, and then yeah. back in into the scene at relevant locations. There's a force field we can't get through. That would be great for marketing, right? Like a golden ticket kind of thing where, hey, at a random screening of this on this date, one cinema somewhere in the world, the real actor is going to pop out and be part of the movie. It's going to get punched in the face by Tobey Maguire. Honestly, this is sounding much more closer to remaking the film Spider Spaceballs, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's what Tobey Maguire yeah. wants to make. Legitimately, though, like I think that would be a good marketing ploy of like you know golden ticket kind of thing when you've got a real like hot topic actor like toby mcguire have them show up randomly to a cinema for this one performance of avengers endgame rather than it being a recording of the movie it's actually a stage show put on by the actual actors or like you know six different locations are going to get one different actor from each role in character show up and interact with the audience right okay i would buy a ticket if there was a chance of me getting punched in the face by the lead actor yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> just toby mcguire coming and slapping you around a bit just add it to any movie. It doesn't even need to be a Tobey Maguire movie. <laughs> he pops in the emergency exit. All the lights come on. He shouts, pizza time! And throws pizza to everyone. I recognise this dream. I've had this one. Wait, this isn't a dream? Oh my word! <laughs> but after he's given everyone pizza, he does indeed punch someone in the face and leave. To start a fight. Yeah. No, absolutely, obviously. you got to accuse him of being more than half an hour late, at which point he's like, no, I'm getting paid for this pizza. Give me your wallet. <laughs> yes, being paid for this pizza by hitting you. Yeah, good idea. It's like, didn't you get paid for turning up to the cinema? I was like, no, I get paid by delivering the pizza to the cinema. <laughs> well, if it happened over here, it's like, don't worry, dude, this is the UK. You can't not be paid for <laughs> the work you're doing. <laughs> no, because of the contract within the museum. The museum? The movie, right? Oh, he's like a free contractor, just so that they He can, only gets yeah. paid via the pizza, and as mm. it's an American industry, he abides by their rules. Dude, I'm pretty sure we can fight that. Like, there's a de facto employment clause. No, no, no. Look, if my boss could afford not to pay me for me getting banned 
banging pictures of Spider-Man on his desk, <laughs> then why should I not get paid for this pizza being late? <laughs> Getting pictures of Spider-Man banging on his desk. <laughs> there is there is the other end of this where they announce this thing where he'll turn up to one cinema and you just figure out whichever one is nearest to where he lives because they just didn't pay him very well. He's like, I'll go to that one. <laughs> like, it's just down the road. Yes, I mean, look, if they did it really shitly, <laughs> yes. It's just his nearest cinema. But yeah. the point is, you know, this is the industry with a lot of money and they can pick like a random cinema out of all these like cooperating cinemas. But didn't they spend all their money hiring, is it Oscar Isaacs who's playing the Spider-Man from the future? He's one of the new ones. I don't know specifically which one he is, but he's in the film. I think he was in the post credit scene and that's why I think it's that one. Oscar the Grouch. Yes, Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> a big bird dressed as Spider-Man. Shit, yes, shit. unfortunately you can't pitch Oscar Isaacs or Oscar the Grouch because they're already in the film. <laughs> yeah. Instead of pitching adding a Spider-Man, could we just change the whole thing to Muppets Spider-Man. <laughs> you're just wait, you're talking about Sesame Street and then you suddenly bring up the Muppets. But yes, I will see Muppets, yeah. Yeah, that's not like a great idea. Sesame Street characters are Muppets. <laughs> yes, they are. I'll give you that. <laughs> Sesame Street is part of the Muppetverse. <laughs> There's not much more to say about it, but Kermit the Frog being added as a Spider-Man would be funny. Yes, I like that image. <laughs> they pitch Spider-Frog. All the marketing is like, there's going to be a Spider-Frog. And then it's just Kermit. But Frog Thor already <laughs> exists in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, that's fine. Like, it can. They build up like, hey, there's going to just be a spider frog and everyone's like oh there's already a spider thor and then it's like hey ho <laughs> spider thor yeah. wait what that's a frog thor like there's already this frog it's not easy being from Queens someday we'll find it the spider verse connection <laughs> it's not easy from being from Queens works way better than I expected <laughs> it does yeah yeah or you know he has to like he actually has to deliver justice to someone who's like it's not easy being mean oh man <laughs> I'd like to change my answer from Tobey Maguire to Kermit the Frog or or wait, Kermit as the Green Goblin, and then he can just do it's not easy being green. Oh, it works so well. <laughs> well, talking about the Green Goblin. <laughs> no, we're talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> we're talking about Kermit the Frog. Oh, whoa, whoa, don't worry. I'm also talking about Spider-Man. I've got an idea where you take the normal story of, of Spider-Man and the Green Goblin and everything that we've heard before, but you flip the characters. So you end up with Norman Osbor Osborn? Yes. Upside yes. down Spider-Man and upside down <laughs> Green Goblin. Uh, just in Australia now. <laughs> you have Norman getting bitten by the spider and becoming Spider-Man, but I guess I need him to already be the Green Goblin because otherwise you don't get Spider-Goblin. Look, I just started from the idea of Spider-Goblin and I ended up with the Green Goblin is, Sp is Spider-Man. Okay. I was about to say, because you, your original idea is just a really rich man gets spider powers. Yeah. And Peter Parker... <laughs> goes insane yeah. <laughs> except he has no money so it's just a lunatic on the street look people love Batman versus the Joker you do Spider-Man versus Peter Parker the Green Goblin yeah is this the Green Goblin is the good guy yes Green Goblin is the good guy and Spider-Man in order for him to be the Green Goblin and also Spider-Man he needs to contract Goblin Madness and then get bitten by a spider or yeah. in either order I suppose and so what does the other character what does yeah. Peter Parker okay get? forget Peter Parker for a second we're going to have the Green Goblin as Spider-Man fighting the other Spider-Man villains. We're just smashing the two characters together. Yeah, we'll mash them together. Does he also get to be insane? I guess so. But people like people <laughs> love Deadpool. <laughs> he better be, otherwise I'm not seeing the film. I mean, you can have the Green Goblin serum work. Like, it doesn't have to make you evil. It could just make you kind of wacky. Yeah, we'll just, it's like Spider-Man Deadpool. Um, like, he's just he's sort of quipping, making stupid jokes. Like, we can have all these other variants. I think the idea that the, the Green Goblin power doesn't have to make you a villain is something we can let slide. <laughs> Probably. I think, like, in the original, in the first film, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, it's more portrayed as, like, a split personality thing. Yeah. So I guess you could go down that route and his personalities are good guy and 
still pretty good guy. <laughs> it's the Hulk if the Hulk was evil. He could be one of his own villains. <laughs> he, could be, he could be one of his own villains. That's fascinating. Mm. This villain's impossible to catch. He keeps just like doing all these crimes and we can never find him. What's going on? Yeah, he's, he's never there. <laughs> because look, of the were-rabbit. Yeah, as I was about to say, this is literally just that. <laughs> hey, we can take inspiration from anywhere. <laughs> when you say spider goblin, I'm also just interested, like you said, in just a goblin from a goblin world having spider powers. Well, that's where it started. <laughs> Basically, you know... You know my MO. It's elves. It's evil villains. It's Magic the Gathering. Oh. So when people started talking... Oh, yes, it's villains as well. You're right. <laughs> Elville. Evil. Elvillains. Elves evil? Oh, my word. It all makes sense now. But look, I basically got from um, Peter Porker, as in what if Spider-Man but a cartoon pig, Spider-Ham. Yeah, to yeah, what yeah. other animals. But when my brain thinks animals, it thinks Magic the Gathering tribes. So it picked Goblin. Oh. And that's how I got to Spider-Goblin. That's a very special connection in your brain. Yes. <laughs> Let's go to the zoo. Ah, yes, let me get my sleeves. <laughs> I, 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 I do think you need to go and talk to someone about that, if I'm honest. I think I need to touch grass, not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, yes, get it down with the kids. Okay, but can we just riff a little bit on what a goblin world Spider-Man would look like? Because I am absolutely all for a Spider-Goblin just being thrown into, like, our world. Well, yeah, the, the like, animated version of our world, yeah. And being like, yes, I'm here. I'm gonna cause lots of chaos, because that's what the superheroes do because that's what we do in goblin society i was gonna say what would a hero in goblin land look like what would they do and it would be someone causing mischief causing mischief so a crime in goblin land is things being too orderly <laughs> they'd still have to save their society from threats right yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. if goblin manhattan has been invaded by aliens elves please elves they still have to save it but they'd also do it in a mischievous way where like they're, they're sort of doing tricksy traps and pranks on on the aliens as they come in right yeah, and also pranking their own society. So, you know, like, you blow up your local art gallery and also save the day by doing so, and everyone's like, yeah, you fucked us. Great job. Result. It's so relatable. It's like, you've got to respect the game is the, like, rule of goblin society. It's like, yes, I've been absolutely pranked. Yes, I'm missing a limb, but you did it really well, and I can't be mad. <laughs> you know what? Epic prank, dude. Hats off. Yes. So, you know, Spider Goblin gets pulled into the normal whatever world with the other Spider-Men. New York. And like, all the Spider-Men get together like someone's blowing up the banks and like drawing drawing green willies on all the art galleries. <laughs> we've got to stop them. There's some new villain threat showing up and they go in and they're like, we've stopped you, the little green goblin thing. And he's like, what? What? I'm the hero. We're all we're on the same side here. I've been stopping the crimes just like you guys. He's already on their team. They're like, we need to stop this guy. And he's like, Oh. Why? What? Wait, I wasn't meant to do that? But I already did. It's like, oh, when did you do that? Or when I blew up the bank, obviously. <laughs> I will admit that on the original version of the Goblin thing I mentioned, uh, I do look forward to an animated version of Spider-Man with the Goblin features voiced by William Dafoe. Why don't we just double live action it and get actual Willem Dafoe like I pitched Toby McGuire? <laughs> there we go, that's both the new additions. I'm going to be honest, though. The voice that I really want for Spider-Goblin is the late Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> There's a key problem there. <laughs> and you found it yourself. Yeah, oh, man. a key problem. You probably would have done it, though. That's the thing. Why are you stuck? I can't do it. <laughs> no, just let that sit for a moment. <laughs> is Wallace Shawn still around? That was the one I was going to go to next. I don't know who that is. Um, Rex in Toy Story and Vassini in Princess Bride. Oh, I know the fella. Yeah, that would work. I'm down with one of these just like well-known sort of wacky voices to, to do the character. It doesn't 
doesn't have to be William Dafoe. I will accept that. My brain wants to go off on a tangent about all the different other voice actors we could have, but that's probably not for the best on this uh, <laughs> on this show. I see you've been on this podcast before. Then. Mm. <laughs> One of the other things I think that would be great is just like getting all these actors on like cameo or whatever, and get paying them all separately to record like a line at a time, and just jamming them all together. And Spider Goblin is just voiced by like a hundred people, and it's just chaotic. <laughs> this, 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 this is sounding close, close, close to like Spider Bumblebee more than anything else. It's just an art project. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a fun way to do like a, a robotic or maybe like cyberpunk character, just have their voice change like every line. And that, that, I think that's what Paul's referencing with the Bumblebee thing, right? It, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, communicating yeah, 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 the radio. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that that might be where like Rick and Morty, people are wondering if that's where they're going to go with the, you know, just pull in different people to be the voice actors for episodes and just do it their own way. Yeah, why not, right? They, they can do whatever they want because nobody can do a Rick impression, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I haven't heard a hundred people try it before. That was one of my favourite tweets about it, though. It was just like, oh, it's, this is a real shame because I don't know of a single white man who can do, who's ever done a Rick impression. <laughs> that's true, that's very true. Well, that's, that's Spider-Goblin. I do want him to be green. <laughs> of course you do. I just like the colour green. You were like, green Spider-Man, green Goblin, Goblin Spider-Man. <laughs> Let me get my sleeves. <laughs> Okay, so, funny little characters who like to make silly noises. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about me? Just put me in, coach. <laughs> no, okay, so I know this is coming a, a bit hot on the tails of our last episode, but... No, not quite. Last but one. <laughs> last released at time of recording, but not li- last recorded. <laughs> I've still got right. a whole Superman episode to Oh, yeah, Superman or Spider-Man. <laughs> we just have Superman be Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, I know this is hot on the tails of a recent episode, but what about Spider Mario like just <laughs> popping in saying it's a me Spider-Man yahoo what he's already acrobatic he's already the right colour scheme oh. and he just like picks up a spider and wears the suit oh like the bee suit yeah yeah, yeah. but just like gets ninja rope as a, an extra power you're right with his current powers he slots into the world near seamlessly and then if he ever gets hit <laughs> he briefly loots his spider powers yeah he's even he's been to New Donk City before you can be Italian American so that works fine man this this writes itself the pizza thing is actually if anything more relatable <laughs> he's got he's got several other roles that he can be doing as a day job he's got a profession that starts with p instead of pizza he's plumber yeah he's a plumber delivery boy instead of photographer he's a plumber yeah but we're always like we need you mario we need you here in half an hour or you're not getting paid to fix our pipes because it's a real emergency <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. He's, he's got that alliteration name that marvel love peter parker mario mario <laughs> and i'm pretty sure all of the spider-man villains have a weak point if you you jump on their head. <laughs> That's how the video games work. I mean, sometimes you have to, like, do a couple of other things, but yeah. I do think it's an interesting point. Like, what if when an enemy gets a hit on Spider-Man, he briefly loses access to his spider powers until he can get another pickup? <laughs> has to go find another mushroom to chug. <laughs> he can find another spider and eat it. <laughs> on- honestly, I think it's more hilarious if you just got, you know, normal Peter Parker there is, like, fighting Doc Ock, and then from downtown comes Spider-Mario and just curb stomps <laughs> Doc Ock's head. <laughs> Ground Pound. Just jumps between all the tentacles and just smashes it. In like, like, holy fuck, he's dead. He's <laughs> just like, and they're like, holy shit, that was brutal. And he's just like, thank you so nice. Just going round, mashing the face of every single. He is, he is so far the scariest Spider-Man because he's legitimately just killing them. One shots people. Occasionally just grabs a sledgehammer. <laughs> just goes wild. What's so great about that is, you know, he takes an absolute. 
absolutely brutal hit, gets a bit smaller, takes another absolutely brutal hit, walks back on screen a few seconds later. <laughs> I was like, what? You just died? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, yeah, well, I've got mushrooms, baby. <laughs> and there's so many restaurants in New York, he's just scoffing mushrooms. The <laughs> there's mushrooms everywhere. What's that villain What's that villain in, in Spider-Man who's just like a lizard man? What? The lizard. lizard. <laughs> Is it just a, yeah, okay. The lizard, yeah. Like Spider-Mario, they're like, crap, the lizard's doing some trouble. Spider-Mario walks up, jumps on his back. Lizard's like, what the hell? He's like, go, Yoshi! And Lizard's like, um, I don't want to. He's like, go, kicks him. He's like, okay. I really enjoyed, what's that Spider-Man villain who's just like a lizard? Do you mean the lizard? <laughs> <laughs> what's that Spider-Man who's kind of like a rhino? Do you mean the right. rhino? What do you, what's that Spider-Man villain who's kind of like that Sandman? Do you mean Sandman? I just wanted to allow them a little bit more room for creativity than they used. No, you could have guessed that in one, I reckon. Wait, Vulture, Scorpion, Rhino, Lizard. Look, they're all animals. Yeah. They're all yep, animals. Yep, 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 also, yep. Big Wheel is an absolute masterpiece enemy for like a Mario level. Yeah, agreed. Like, you know, slides back and forth. You have to dodge it when he's doing the wheeling back and forth. There's bits where he like spins out because you throw a banana in the way and that's when you get to attack. Oh, when you beat him, he falls out and then you can kick the wheel at people like you can with a Koopa shell. Oh. Or you get to briefly jump in the wheel and do like a Mario Kart level. <laughs> Around the streets of New York, just a bunch of taxis all like traffic jammed up and you're just in a big wheel. There are, there are some good Mario Kart levels. Some of the really fun ones are ones where there is traffic on the course. This is true. This is true. But a traffic that's moving, typically. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm not saying the traffic's a complete stance in New York, but it kind of is. And is MJ now a princess? Is she just royalty now? Is that how this is going to work? That's Michael Jackson, right? <laughs> Mary Jane. Marijuana. No, it's mushrooms. Bro. It's that all Princess Peach becomes a redhead, I guess? Yeah. I just wonder, like, but in this universe that we're pulling him across the Spider-Verse from, oh no, is the Green Goblin Bowser? Uh, that oh, just fits really well. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my word. we got to pitch this to Nintendo and Sony right now. Because <laughs> that he's got he's got a flying vehicle that he throws things out of. Yeah. Like, the Green Goblin has the glider that he throws things off. Oh my word. Because this is a world where actually, like, Bowser's gone crazy and actually become a, a proper villain. He doesn't turn up to Mario Kart anymore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, canonically in Mario, they're all, like, actors putting on a show. That is in the Mario Bros. 2, whichever one? No, that one's a dream. Um, Super Mario World and Mario Bros. 2. The Mario 2 is set like a stage show, but actually turns out to be a dream at the end. Are you telling me that Mario thinks he's just in a film? Like, similar to Tobey Maguire, <laughs> except Mario's actually, like, killing Doc Ock, but just thinks it's a stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you put him over, he's like, oh, yes, yeah, so oh, you're acting really well, Doc Ock. That's really good playing dead. Doc? <laughs> so, in an old interview with Game Informer, Shigeru Miyamoto said that Mario and Bowser are like a troupe of actors. They're friends, they put on these performances. Huh. I assume that's not canon, but sure. That's like, you know, the, the flavour behind them getting on and continuously having these things is like, you know, it's a, it's a show, it's a fun thing they do. It's just occurred to me that Donkey Kong might already be a villain in Spider-Man. Is Gorilla Grodd a Spider-Man villain? No, that's a Flash villain. It's a Flash villain, you're absolutely right. It's a DC, I'm so far off. But now, 
Marvel get their alternative in Donkey Kong. <laughs> there is a Gorilla Man in Marvel somewhere. Um, Gorilla Man, aka <laughs> Doctor Arthur Negan, is a villain in the Marvel universe. And We've already the- gone too deep. <laughs> There is a Gorilla Man that does Marvel and Spider-Man. Look, all I know is that because a lot of Spider-Man villains are based on animals, any Mario character that is also an animal fits perfectly in this universe. So we're going to replace the Rhino with the Goomba. We're going to replace the Lizard with the Cooper. The Vulture with the Cooper Trooper. That's how we're taking it in this universe? Yeah. I mean, the other thing with, like, if there is a Donkey Kong equivalent, it starts as a villain and then Spider-Mario, you know... Wins over his friendship. Defeats and then rescues him and becomes, yeah, yeah. Assume he doesn't just kill him at some point. (laughs) it's a stage play. But I think I think it's funny. Like that is the canon in Mario Spider Mario's universe. But then he gets pulled into the other Spider Man's world, and he's just misinterpreting everything he sees because it's just so slightly different. That's why he's so jolly. <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> Spider Mario thrown into like the grim dark. This person's taken seventeen hostages. <laughs> Yahoo! Yo, let's go. He's like, no. If you run in, he'll start shooting them. No, no, it's okay. I jump onto his head. I get him with the fire flower. I've got Spider Man's got fire power. Hours now. Oh no. Uh, no, no, no. Not no. at the same time. Yes. Not at the correct. same time. I accept that. Oh, of course. The suit. Spider Man can switch into fire powers. Oh, so he can become a cat Mario. Depending on if he finds a power. And up. then <laughs> and then he hangs out with Black Cat, the Spider Man character, and they get on really well. There we go. Solved it. Yeah. Or may- maybe Spider Mario gets suctioned into the universe only wearing the spider suit and then has to like get together with the, the superhero suit designers to put together the suits to give him back his like cat powers and Hammer Bros powers and all those things. But so he gets them from natural sources. As we know, he has to find another radioactive spider to eat. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In his universe, he gets them from things that are lying around. But here, he's only come in with the spiders. Potentially a regular spider would do it for him. They're just regular items in his world, right? Who, who knows? The mushrooms <laughs> and the flowers and things. I don't know. What, they're, they're super mushrooms rather than just mushrooms. <laughs> he comes through and he's just like, I need a tanuki suit. I need like a magical leaf. They're like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, just to go over there and find me a magical leaf. It'll be on a plant or something. It's like, um, we don't have that here. Oh, magic is it. Fuck! <laughs> it also, it's also very funny. He sees like someone with a like a flower bed like on their apartment windowsill <laughs> or something, and he's just like, "Aha! I've got an idea!" And just stuffs his face full of all their flowers in the hopes that one of them's a fire flower. I thought you were gonna say like, "Oh, gets attacked by a piranha plant." Like he gets pulled through to our universe, and then just some like some plumber's doing some work on the other side of Manhattan, and suddenly a piranha plant just like jumps out of the pipe and just eats the plumber's face off. <laughs> oh man! Oh, traveling through the sewers of New York, he gets to meet the Ninja Turtles result. <laughs> and then stomps them to death immediately. <laughs> oh, They're just like, hey, don't do this, don't, we're, we're your friends. And he's like, it doesn't even listen, just bounce, gets a combo across all of them, gets a one-up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is Mario a vampire? If he kills enough stuff in a row, he gets extra lives. Is that a vampire thing? I mean, he drains life, right? It's like collecting souls like a demon, right? Yeah, okay, like a lich. You have to get to enough for it to count. Is Mario secretly a combo only lit. <laughs> you have to get a hundred, but once you get a hundred, you got a, you get a phylactery, yeah. Mario is the vampire of New York. Fascinating. Oh, not Morbius. Well, I mean, th- there can be there can be two. Mario's like, it's a me, Morbin time. Oh, oh man, I missed that movie. They really need to screen it again because I couldn't go to see it that one weekend. <laughs> I missed that movie because I didn't want to see it because I don't care. No, no, we wanted to see it. We would absolutely go see it and they should put it yeah, on. Yeah, 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 you're right. It was only 
shown like it wasn't shown long enough near me because I was busy at the time. So if they put it back on and get it back into cinemas again, I'll definitely go and see it. Everyone would go and see it if they just put it on one more time. Absolutely, they would sell out the entire cinema. They should show it like every screening, book out the entire cinema for like eight weeks straight, and it would sell out forever. Hollywood, listen, we're speaking on behalf of everyone here right now. Categorically, do a huge theatrical re-release of Morbius. 100%. This entire video is just a direct message to Hollywood. It is now. Video, podcast. Whoops. <laughs> Dear Hollywood, sort your shit out. <laughs> Hey, your name. Did you know we also have a website and a Twitch channel and a YouTube channel, all of which provide alternative ways to keep up with our usual slew of content, as well as occasionally getting their own unique piece of content. We've also got a Twitter and a Facebook page to help you keep up to date with all of our nonsense. Links to all of the above will be in the show notes. Help us grow by liking and subscribing to as many of those as you have accounts for. And whilst you click on those, we'll get back to the episode. Dear Hollywood, I've got a pitch for you as well. Oh, I guess Paul, strictly speaking. Hello, I'm still here. <laughs> now, we've been talking a lot about Spider-Man. But he considered Morbius. <laughs> but have you, have you heard of Man-Spider? Man-Spider. That's just Spider-Man backwards. Isn't that like from an old Flash animation in the early 2000s? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about and I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> Man-Spider. Now, this is actually one from the actual comics. So what if Spider-Man was more spider than man? Ooh. So it's like Man-Bat from Batman. It is kind of like Man Bat from Batman. Is this like the One Piece thing where again a reference I don't know? There's a character in One Piece who is a reindeer who eats the human powers fruit. Oh, and becomes a human with human powers. Becomes like a a were human reindeer. So are you asking? Is this a spider that got bitten by Tobey Maguire and became <laughs> Man Spider? A radioactive <laughs> Tobey Maguire. That is not what I was thinking. But let's go on that for a second. A spider gains the powers of a man. <laughs> so oh, man. Existential dread and the need to earn an income. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the powers of capitalism. That's not inherent to us as a species. You're right. And a love of capitalism as all humans no. are. <laughs> yes, I've done it again. No, it's just the same as every other Spider-Man. I'm the person who's meant to bring the villains. Uh, right. So so what you have is a... How big is a spider? We're talking, you know, like... It depends which version of Mad Spider you want. If you want the spider that's, that's gained the powers of a man, then it's still the size yes. of a spider. Yeah, okay, right. So but if you want the comic accurate man, spider it's peter parker who has become more like the spider genes start taking over the human genes and he gets all fuzzy he grows extra arms he gets mandibles so it's the fly it's one of the powers of a man being bigger than a spider i would say that's not strictly i don't think size is one of man's powers i think intelligence is one of their powers and he's like hey let's talk about the one where peter parker becomes mostly spider and bear's like no 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 the little spider one please let's go back to that quick no, let's go back to itsy bitsy spider being a spider man <laughs> okay so it's it's a normal spider that just has problems. <laughs> the relatable everyday problems. Office job. There is definitely a sort of like a weird tangential scene there where there's, I don't know, spider pig, man spider, and spider noir all having a deep conversation about how difficult it is to be a spider man. And then there's just that spider being like, how do you do just being alive? <laughs> how do you do taxes? This idea has legs. You bring both of them. You bring man spider and man spider, both versions of man spider through from the same universe. Yeah, oh, I've God. got two pictures and one for you, baby. Oh. So I think this is great as like 
a millennial webcomic <laughs> of just a spider like set up as if it's going to do something super and then just pausing and instead being distracted by an everyday problem we can relate to and just looking sad and there's no punchline. Now, one of the ideas I had that I wasn't going to bring up was just a fake Spider-Man as in a person that everybody thinks is Spider-Man but actually he doesn't have any of Spider-Man's powers he's just a dude. <laughs> just winging it. It's like there are weird comics about characters that have powers that their powers are that people think they can do things or they like yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that but that wasn't what I actually wanted to bring <laughs> there's like a My Hero Academia character whose whole thing is just people think he's powerful so he just gives these like confident speeches and the villains all give up in front of him but he doesn't actually have any powers yeah it's that that sort of thing there's also Gwenpool who's actually a human from our world who got pulled into the Marvel comics and everyone assumes she has powers and she doesn't all she has is a knowledge of the comics in our world that therefore tell her all the secrets of the world she's been pulled into <laughs> but at some point she's gonna run out of what she's read and be like oh no now I'm just stuck in here yeah, but she knows everyone's secret identity etc oh damn fake Spider-Man could also just be Tobey Maguire again <laughs> yeah, they pulled in him because he's wearing a Spider-Man costume they're like you're Spider-Man he thinks he's just doing the character he's trying to like so it's like okay let's go web slinging he just stands there throwing his hand out and is like waiting for the special effects I think I think Ed you're being called out on, on, on being asked to provide several different answers and you've just duplicated your answer <laughs> just reword <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> that wasn't what I was even planning on bringing. Okay, can I pause back to Man Spider? Okay, Man okay. Spider. And I mean, the Man Spider that I actually intended to bring was the Peter Parker whose spider genes start taking over. He grows extra arms. He starts losing his sense of humanity. The hideous, scary one. He becomes kind of a beast. As I say, this is the thing I do not want to see put to film ever. You're absolutely right. The fly was bad enough. Oh no, it's going to be a terrifying film. It's now an 18 plus horror film. Yeah. What you're talking about is like a dramatic Kafka retelling of the metamorphosis but of Peter Parker becoming a spider. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. But I think the way he fits into the team is like, he still has that little bit of like Peter Parker morality within him. Justice. But he also is a monster. Yeah, everyone's all looking at him like, what? <laughs> it's like, I want to do good, but I don't have any control over my instincts. <laughs> like, oh, a pigeon, that must be a fly. That is food now. Just eats the damn thing. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Just webs it and eats it. Being an absolute freak around the whole city. Wait, is this, are you not supposed to do that? No. Being an absolute freak around the whole city? Eating pigeons? I, I need to, I need to rethink some things about my life. <laughs> I got questions that I don't think we should answer here. <laughs> but at least cook the pigeon. Jeez. <laughs> no, look, I'm just, I can relate to the idea of like, a token amount you want to be doing good, but you're also just an animal. <laughs> a chaotic animal with very poor impulse control. Ah uh, yes, bear. <laughs> I've accidentally pitched bear Spider-Man again. You pitched me a Spider-Man again. <laughs> what can I say? These pitches are so good I had to make them multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> in some versions of uh, they like doing those sort of alternate reality Marvel universes in mm -hmm. some versions they do cover animal versions of the heroes but normally they're still very much like the heroes I like playing into the being taken over by the animal side of it a bit more than just like oh it's a dog who's Captain America but he's just Captain America with a dog body like whatever I don't know if that's <laughs> one but... no yeah he fully he's more animal than man mm. so what is actually going to be the situation if there's going to be this man that's going to you know make a web in like a particularly 
airy location. Oh, his oh the web's also come out of his arse oh, now. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for that imagery. Um, so there's just a random bloke that's got too many arms. Oh, he's really hairy as well. He's got those, like, spider hair all oh, over okay. his body. Oh, I hate them. I hate them. Oh. Yeah, and you know the movie when he first, like, leaves all the, the bad guys in the web in the alleyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead, they're drained of all their fluids. Yeah. No, they've been dissolved by his acid, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a bit of him that keeps them alive, because what I think would be interesting is if he's a really efficient crime fighter. Like, he rarely needs to sleep. He's got these animal instincts that make him an incredible crime fighter, but he is a mess of a monster, and is, like, terrorizing people kind of by accident, even though he's still trying to do good and doing good very efficiently. Mm. Oh, like, he goes to save someone, and they're, they're scared of him as much as they are of the villain. He's a menace. <laughs> he actually is a menace. You get less Peter Parker and more Spider-Man. Yes. He captures them, and he's like, I'm gonna put them in jail, and then, oops, I accidentally ate one of them. <laughs> and the remaining ones are just in the web, just watching and they're like oh shit I, I think anyone say he would keep them alive but only just he has these moments of humanity where he can like speak and stuff but I think if he has those moments of doubt where he's like is this criminal bad enough that they should die rather than go to police the animal brain takes over and just eats him of course we're just <laughs> we're just doing the angst of should I kill these people that every superhero has in a movie but coming down on the other side of it no, it's not should I kill them I think the opposite is I shouldn't kill these people but then he gets so mad at what they've done that he just like loses it and accidentally eats one of them but surely you wouldn't get mad surely the animal instincts are different to being angry. No, but I think like getting worked up can trigger a turning over to his instincts. Yeah, it's moments where he like forgets his morals or just loses that little bit of his humanity in the moment and the animal brain takes over, does what it does and then Peter Parker comes back and goes, oh no, I've, I'm a monster. And then the other Spider-Mans turn up and they're like, but you're so efficient at fighting crime. <laughs> and he just eats Peter Porker, just straight up swallows Peter Porker whole. But Spider-Ham can get out of the webs, right? Yeah, but no, but no, no, he just eats him. He just like he webs him up a bit and just nom. Spider-Ham's gone. But like Spider-Ham is also strong, right? Spider-Ham has cartoon strength, so he might get away with it. Okay, he might survive. That's it. You have a moment of doubt where Man Spider eats Peter Porker and everyone's like, oh no, how dare you? And then he just like fights his way back up and gets out because he's a cartoon. <laughs> You've got a great comic relief there where Spider-Ham is the outlet for Man Spider's like bestial aggressions because he can take it. Oh, so it was just like no premise, no like veil over it. Man Spider is just like, I'm going to eat that damn pig. And just constantly trying to do it as like, I'm just going to eat that pig. And like, <laughs> this is my outlet and the pig can handle it. And the pig's like, if that stops him from eating the public, then this is how it has to be. Yeah. Anytime Man Spider is about to like lose it and kill someone, Peter Porker swings in, like slaps his butt and is like, ooh, I'm tasty. <laughs> this is a weird juxtaposition between the body horror of Man Spider and a cartoon pig in a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, I think we need more body horror good things, you know? <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, you know how they have different styles? Like, Peter Porker is an American cartoon, like the Looney Tunes or whatever, yeah. and Penny, is it Penny? That was like an anime girl, and oh, yeah. Spider-Man, right. Uh, you do Man-Spider using uh, stop-motion practical effects. Oh. I was thinking, like, you know, the thing kind of special effects, not necessarily stop-motion, but yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, like the thing or like I said the fly earlier something like the fly like you do practical effects to really drive it home yeah, yeah. claymation stop motion but like instead of claymation it's all made of meat oh, oh meatmation <sighs> of course oh. mm. yeah. <laughs> like that scene from Mass Effect 1 where it's just bits of meat with circuit boards being jammed into them 
No? What? No one? No. <laughs> no. You, you had, to, had, to, had to save that one for one with Alex. It's like a weird, it's like a vision, it's like a weird trippy vision someone has and... Don't remember it at all. Fair enough. Oh my word, that sounds disgusting. Oh, it's only like a split second. I'm choosing not to look it up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, back to the thing we were talking about before where it's just like a spider with powers. You, you are really stuck on this concept. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was just a spider with powers? Spiders, man. Spite, Wait, spite. hang on. So you get, a spider gets bitten by a radioactive spider. <laughs> or, okay, the radioactive spider in the first place just gets its own powers. No, I mean, a spider gets bitten by a radioactive spider. <laughs> what happens? Oh, this spider has spider powers, yeah. In a spider wrestling match, a spider gets bitten by a radioactive spider. And this spider gets Spider-Man powers. A spider Spider-Man, you're right. No, spider spider, of course. So... It's just a spider, but it, it has the ability to have, like, spider senses, it can web-sling, a heroic impulse. Oh yes, the well-known spider power, a heroic impulse. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want the spider to be bitten by Tobey Maguire again? <laughs> it can be voiced by Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Okay, but, but like, this spider's man, the power it really gets is... Okay, so a spider already has spider senses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canonically, all spiders have spider senses. All spiders have psychic powers. Yep. So this one's psychic powers instead get upgraded to communicating with other spiders. Ooh. And it becomes like a psychic host center for a bunch of spiders. Ah, oh, I see where you're going. So this one spider gets pulled through to our world. It's a swarm of spiders. Yeah, it can just coordinate spiders in the area. Both of you are bringing ideas that I just do not want to ever see put to film. <laughs> a man who is a giant spider and a big swarm of of spiders. I just don't want to see this. But it doesn't look like a big swarm of spiders, because I think what Bear's going for with spiders, man, and please, excuse me for stepping into your answer here, Bear, but is a man shape but made of a swarm of spiders. <laughs> a man shape wearing a Spider-Man suit. Yeah, like Octodad. <laughs> Octodad oh, stuff. Yeah, it's Oogie Boogie. It's literally Mr. Oogie Boogie. Like, you pull the hood off and it's just a bunch of spiders there. It just, oh. It's just a million spiders in a trench coat. Okay, that's much better. If I don't have to look at the spiders, I'm fine. Not only does he have the, the normal Spider-Man powers, but if he gets attacked and like an arm gets chopped off, that arm goes off and like sets up a web trap. Oh, that's good. Or comes like flying back in unexpectedly. So while people don't know that he's a big pile of spiders, he has that element of surprise. And rather than shooting webbing to like swing, it's a long line of spiders all like doing a trapeze act together to make a, <laughs> a string to swing on. So it's like green army men style. Yeah, they do that thing where they like float a string and fly with it, but they're all connected. Well, as he shoots out a web, it's just spiders all like pushing each other up on each other, their shoulders. <laughs> it's a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of spiders connected by strings flying up. They get to something and then they pull each other up. Oh, that's really good. So, so like, as much as I, like, well, I don't love that idea. It's horrifying. <laughs> but it is defeated by bug spray, which is quite interesting for the face the time that Spider-Man is actually defeated by bug spray. Yeah. Oh, but it's not defeated by a lot of things people assume it's defeated by before they know it's a pile of spiders. Mm. Yeah. It wouldn't be defeated by Spider-Mario. It can't jump on a million spiders' heads. You shoot mm. it with a gun and it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, well, you also have there is one spider potentially in the mass that keeps moving around to protect itself. Or in the core somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe they have, like, web tricks or other things to, like, make it escape when things go bad. So as long as the main spider doesn't get got, the one who was bitten by Tobey Maguire slashed a radioactive spider... Yeah, it's the heart of Spider's Man. Any other spider can be lost with no loss whatsoever. Wait, can you have a big climactic battle at the end of it where, like, the villain gets huge because Rita Repulsa's given them extra power and, and he then... he pulls in all the spiders. All the spiders in the city and makes a huge 
huge oh. spider Karen Lagan. Like spiders, man, just staring it down this tiny little dude, and then suddenly just this massive black wave just like swarms towards it and he grows inside. Or it's even worse, you know how like spiders literally fly sometimes and it can rain spiders. Yes. Thanks, I hate it. Yes, I hate it too, but I am aware. So someday they can travel through the atmosphere by like sometimes baby spiders will like put a string of web out and fly on the wind. And so that's partially how spiders have populated the real world. That's almost really cute. So they're like, ha, we've put in like this barrier, these walls. Spiders aren't gonna be able to come in now that we've figured out who you are, and I've got this big mech. And then just like spiders just come flying in. It just starts raining, oh god. Uh, because spiders can't climb walls. <laughs> it's electrified, I don't know. These like anti-spider wall or something, you know. Uh, anti-climb paint on all the walls. A bunch of frogs. A bunch of frogs forming a, bunch a wall. Of frogs. Frog man, the one weakness to spiders, man. Frogs man. Frogs man, I'm so sorry. Oh uh, yeah, frogs man. Three frogs in the trench coat. Frogs man. Um, and then the spiders just come in from the sky. Now the other variant, if you don't want to see a bunch of spiders, the other variant we can do here to keep it like not so obvious is Spider Tui. <laughs> where the spider like sits under a chef's hat or a pizza delivery boy's hat. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor Toby, we're getting him back in again. <laughs> just starts pulling the hair, pulling the webs around the body and like guiding this person. Oh, does it puppets it with spider string? Yeah. Not just the hair, he actually has spider string like running down to the arms and stuff. Puppets it with oh. spider string. But then you'll think that he's got eight arms when he's only got four. So we'll go for like web one, web two, web three. Oh, I don't have a third arm. What? <laughs> Maybe like the webs make up for that or it's all the fingers. Or maybe they're all out the arse again, so actually only ever needs one web. Yeah, it's a knot on the head. Up the, the spider's up the bum. He joins the team and Peter Parker and Miles Morales are like, we made you a web slinger and he keeps turning around and trying to shoot it out of the butt anyway. Or just like, it's a cartoon, right? He can be in this cartoon, like, this wacky style. And so the spider just assumes that this guy can climb a wall, so he just does. The, the power of this little spider is just anyone he's controlling just does spider powers because he just assumes they should. Oh, right. So he just like grabs a random bystander and they start climbing a wall. They're like, how do you do that? They look at their hands they're like, I don't know. And the villain <laughs> shoots them, the bystander dies and the spider just hops onto someone else's head. Yeah. <laughs> it works on any human. And it's like, I am Spider-Man. They're like, what? <laughs> in some ways it's all like, as a hero comes, it is all sort of quite distressing in the sense of like, any means is justified. I will take any civilian and use it as a weird mech. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to live in Manhattan. Well, here's the, here's the other thing. If you uh, put the two ideas together where you do have a psychic spider controlling other spiders, it sends the spiders out to crawl onto the heads of everyone in their sleep, and then Ratatouille's, Spider-Tooie's all of them. So you're combining them both into a zombie horde of spider people. Oh no, this is a villain now. Yeah, you can have it be a great villain of just like, yeah, one psychic spider controlling a bunch of others to control a bunch of people, if you want to take it that direction. Once again, it has legs. <laughs> This idea does have legs. <laughs> I knew there was going to be at least one part in this episode, and the fact that it's taken this long, quite frankly, surprises me. <laughs> I tried to force it in earlier, but it didn't land. <laughs> All of these ideas have got legs, to be honest. And he's got the sound clip of me just saying it has legs and can drop it in wherever. Let's just do a quick run. Let's just do a quick run. It's got legs. <laughs> We're about to hit an hour. Jamie, I'd like to get Jamie, my second idea legs. in. Oh, that idea's got legs. Eddie, legs. That's got legs. Paul, arms. That's got arms. <laughs> <laughs> that's got arse. What? Yeah, that's how it's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think, yeah, there we go. Lots of spiders, do, do what you will with them. <laughs> okay. Jamie, do you have any ideas that are less horrifying? Right. Please. <laughs> To bring us home, I have a final idea to go over, but I need a little bit of help and a little bit of workshopping here. Mm. There's a Batman comic where Batman gets flung back in time oh. and then he has to make his way to the present by going through a bunch of different eras. Bat in time. Bat to the future. That's it. End the episode. We've done it. 
Thanks for listening. Got to go back to the future. <laughs> we came yeah. up with the Batman pun and the Spider-Man. That's a wrap. <laughs> okay, that's it. Back to the future, I'm in. That's the film that's going into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> so he has to make his way to the future through a bunch of different eras. And so they do Batman in like the pirate times or the cavemen times or Victorian Britain or whatever. They do it across a bunch oh, of eras. Oh, oh, it's called Spider-Man Arachnerism. Oh, that's pretty good. I hate it. That's pretty good. <laughs> what? It's an anachronism with arachnid. Uh, to be anachronistic is to be in the wrong time period. Oh, uh, okay. That's pretty good. It's probably too highbrow for our podcast. I mean, I didn't get it. <laughs> and guess who has editing power? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to just clip in, I got that joke. <laughs> I understood that reference. It's like an anachronism and arachnid <laughs> in Wolf from Afar. <laughs> anyway. So, time travel Spider-Man. Well, either time travel pulling from all of them or because I couldn't figure out which one's best. I, I want help with this. That's why I'm bringing it up here. What period-based Spider-Man do we want to pull from? Like, where in history could you get the most interesting version Ooh, of Spider-Man? Quick pitch for a setup. It's that, but Spider-Man has some kind of, like, there's some kind of temporal thing where his phone still works. Oh, so you can flip between them? No, no, he can't. He's flipping between them uncontrollably. Right. But he has a phone connection to the future. He can, like, Skype them. (laughs) And they're like, uh, what did you just do? This is all messed up. So he's just playing the game of, in the time he's in, trying to undo the thing. He's butterfly affecting forwards to stop the villain. Yeah, but he's constantly making a mistake and then on the call has to figure out why and undo it in the same time sequence. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've done a bunch of that kind of nonsense in time travel in Marvel, probably. Probably. (laughs) I would like to pitch a period of history. Yeah. 2002. Okay. Okay, you want to bring in Tobey Maguire by some sort of I want to bring Tobey Maguire again! (laughs) I'm glad you got it! Like, obviously, if it's from a certain period, it's going to be relevant to that period, right? Like, if if you pick uh, the Roman Republic, he's going to be one of the people stabbing Julius Caesar. Oh, Brutus, he's coming in. (laughs) And two Spider-Man? If you pick the colonial era, he's going to be the one who discovers the Americas. Okay. Or he gets zipped back, sees someone about to stab Caesar, webs them like, no stab on Spider-Man's watch and then it's like wait I was supposed to let that happen <laughs> he just has to grapple with he keeps getting sent back to all of these like assassinations in history saves people just by instinct and then like gets the call from the future saying you need to make sure that person dies <laughs> so it's Spider-Assassin I assume we were pulling a Spider-Man from the past into the present yeah kind of ah. yeah that, that was the kind of idea but bear around with a different thing That that's also cool I won't I won't disagree you mentioned something earlier that made me laugh at this is going back a little bit mm. But you mentioned shooting a spider's man with a gun. And I was like, Uh-oh. Spider-Man with a gun is a very funny idea. <laughs> Spider-Man with a sniper rifle. Spider-Man with yeah. a sniper rifle, of course. Yeah. But to bring it back to your point, though, I would like to pitch medieval Spider-Man. So it's just Spider-Man with a sword. What about Spider-Man with a bow and arrow? Spider-Man with a trebuchet. Spider-Man with a bow and arrow who shot Harold Goodwinson or whatever his name is. Godwinson. Battle of Hastings. I think it's more fun to just have him swinging a sword around, though, to be honest. Like, just knight Spider-Man. We just got, we got, we got a sword. Oh. Or Spider Joust. <laughs> he's got a lance and he swings through town. <laughs> swings through there with a lance. <laughs> just mid-swing takes a villain out. He just keeps cheating by like webbing the floor under the other horse before they start. <laughs> Wait, who said there were horses involved? Oh no, he's swinging. He doesn't need a horse. You just said Joust. He's just swinging through there with a lance. <laughs> what, so the, someone else is on a horse and he just comes flying down with a lance and stabs them. Yeah. He just skewers criminals with a lance out of nowhere. He's still doing Spider-Man things. He's not. Not add a jou- Wait, he might do a joust tournament, but he's going through like 
Medieval New York. <laughs> medieval is not a good setting for Spider-Man because there aren't the buildings to web between. No, you're right, but that's what makes it even better. Or like he always has to stay near the castle because that's tall enough for him to swing from. That's the only place he gets aimed at elevation. Yeah, anywhere with ramparts. Like cathedrals, <laughs> castles, towers. That's just Spider-Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Spider-Pope. Sp- I mean, he's just the Pope. He's just the Borgia Pope or whatever. What if you go back to just like evolutionary man where it's just Spider-Man just helping tribes. What, like early hunter-gatherers? Yeah, yeah, just like zipping around, helping people adapt to the changing climates, (laughs) helping take down a mammoth. Cultivating the first agricultural seeds, you know. I I don't think that's very (laughs) Spider-Man of (laughs) Spider-Man. No, you're right. I'd like to bring in a Spider-Man from like 100 million years ago, just as we were first crawling out of the ocean. Bring that Spider-Man into modern day era. It's just a a fish with legs and also (laughs) spider powers. A <laughs> hundred million years ago, I uh, think we were like little rodent kind of things. I was, I took a wild stab in the dark. I was like 50, 60 million years. That's dinosaur time. So it's got to be before then. How much before then? We'll guess double-ish. 60 million years ago is when chickens and crows diverged. Sorry, I'm getting into a special interest. Let's move on. Wait a second. Did you say dinosaur? Forget about it being a person bitten by a radioactive spider. It's a T-Rex written by a radioactive spider. Tiny little arms to spin the webs. No, no, I think it should be a t-rex it should be like a little one of the little ineffective dinosaurs that's just running around being a chicken no you're going the wrong way it's a diplodocus yeah i, I was thinking diplodocus jamie thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> long neck boy or even better just like a, a megalodon what a shark kind of thing sweet like we bring it into our world there's a villain in manhattan and you hear a roar and the megalodon swings past and just eats it it's not even swinging like because there's nothing for it to swing from no we're pulling it into our world for the movie it's swinging through downtown Manhattan. So it, it webs to a building and just pulls out, like, pu- pulls out a window, pulls out a beam. Yeah. yeah look, it doesn't have to make sense. Look, I was about to say, like, the vast majority of Spider-Man films, I will say this right now, like, that, again, back to Toby Real Guy, him stopping the train. I think he webs back onto, like, two buildings either side. Those buildings are being absolutely destroyed. <laughs> How strong is his web to achieve that? Okay, but what about a society where dinosaurs persisted? Built a dinosaur society. Oh, you mean like the Super Mario movie? Yeah, so what about like, there are these giant uh, sauropods and they have a functional society, they have buildings and one of them becomes Spider-Man and gets pulled into our world and it's just not prepared for the world not to be built for him. Oh, alternate universe Spider-Man. <laughs> so he's constantly like jumping in for a dramatic landing and just the ground collapses, he falls into the subway station underneath. Like they don't build roads like they do where I'm from. <laughs> I'd actually like to make a somewhat serious pitch as Caveman Spider-Man. Yeah, they did that for the Batman, so it's actually got some scope. Doesn't really speak English, but does have spider powers. Yeah. I can bonk real good as well. Yeah, just has a club. Like, eh? Doesn't understand the concept of, like, crime and, like, justice, so it's just like, well, if someone's wronged me, it's it's a bonking. <laughs> Red and blue coloured loincloth. Yeah, that's it. I think you can do it where, like, there is a similar level of curiosity and intelligence, but just not the education and familiarity. Yeah, whoever you pick has to be the equivalent of a super genius in their era because that's what Peter Parker is, right? Mm. He's pretty smart. But like, so you just have the Spider-Man who understands right and wrong from like an early society point of view 
doesn't understand the like societal structures and economics that frame our current view of what right and wrong. So he's constantly just doing things that are right, but keeps getting told off by the police. <laughs> and also, whenever they're gonna do a plan, he just like sees a billboard, like a moving billboard with like a, a sexy dancer on it, and he just stops dead and watches it. <laughs> and they're like, Spider Caveman, where are you? We're trying to do the plan. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like anything attractive, just a Coca-Cola advert. And he's like, I don't understand. Ooh. A, a burger, a burger. He's just like, like meat Ooh. on a wall. Interesting. Giant meat. I, I do like the idea though, that if you just take a caveman Spider-Man, it actually has like, the sense of justice has no sort of preconceived notions to it. So you've got the Spider-Man effectively committing crimes by, you know, going and raiding a supermarket, taking all the food, distributing it to all the homeless people. And then the police are after him because he's like, <laughs> but I've just given the food to the people. <laughs> society. It's from a hunter-gatherer society. So everyone gathers food and shares it. He's like, ah, oh, I found a source of food. It's in here. For some reason, food grows in these weird fruits. In these cold boxes. <laughs> yeah. He's just trying to down frozen sweet corn. Here, everyone, come here, follow me. I'll, sh- I'll show you how to harvest the food. And the security guards are trying to stop them. Smashing the freezers. And the police are coming up. He's like, no, you must be enemy. It hits him with a club. Rival tribe try and take our food, Bob. I also, I also like the idea that, you know, there is just this raw intelligence to this character. He just gets it. It's like solve unfortunately solves problems that are just unsolvable to modern people because of all their preconceived notions and then also gets parts of it just wrong what like the food and the homeless people thing <laughs> or just like yeah sees a system and is like why this doesn't make any sense look just use this part and everyone's like huh we've just always done it the other way and never thought about it <laughs> and there's also some scope for something like a Greek hero Spider-Man mm. of course in this world he would have been slaying it's the Marvel Universe like Hydra's probably exists Sphinx's probably exists you get that idea like he, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Hercules got bitten by a radioactive spider and killed the Nemean lion I don't think he needs it oh sorry Heracles because I said Greek no 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 Zeus turned into a spider and got laid oh yeah that's perfect <laughs> that does make more sense come on got laid with a human woman and that and then the demigod that was born oh. is the spider man I was on board until it was Zeus turns into a spider there was just this weaver there was a spinner Peter Parkopolis <laughs> Peter please <laughs> Peter please Parkopolis. Parkolopolis. <laughs> All right, this is going well. Yeah, <laughs> we're good at this. So yeah, the, this lady who's just like a spinner by profession, Zeus is like, ah, I'll show her how to spin, turns into a spider, is like, seduced. She's like, what can I do? It's it's a god. It's a very different version of the Arachne. <laughs> it's a god, I better just play his game or I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm into spiders, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, Zeus never misses. <laughs> I really understand women, says Zeus. <laughs> you just pick their favorite animal. <laughs> This is just the weird story of what different animals Zeus can be as he progresses to get worse and worse. Yeah. He did it as a swan. He did it as a golden shower. Yeah, that was the next one on the list. Yeah, and I think spider's a whole new level. Like Zeus, not a great guy. No. I like the flavour of Zeus where it's not necessarily malicious, but he's just so misunderstanding of like why he thinks he's successful. Uh... And everyone's just like, it's a celebrity. Sure, I'm going to do whatever weird thing they're into. Like, mm. yeah, that sounds cool. Mm. Anyway, back onto Spider-Man. Man rather than Greek myth, but mm. Spider-Man in Greek myth. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have a Spider-Man who's uh, killed the Lernian Hydra, the Nemean Lion, whatever, you get the idea, gone on his 12 quests, or 10 quests plus 2. I don't know why I'm specifically sticking to Heracles, but here we are. Yeah, you could have gone Spider-Lysis, but instead you went Spider-Lysis. Spider-Lysis. Just gets drunk all the time. And then he gets pulled across the Spider-Verse into our world, mm. and like he's got his equipment with him. I'm trying to work out, like, I guess his mum spun him some ropes that he used to swing from, or whatever, because you said she was a spinner. 
Yeah, I guess he could just have like long whip-like ropes that he uses. Grappling hooks. Yeah, he uh, gets upgraded by the people he makes friends with to get you know web shooters or whatever. And sure. and he's like a sort of you know how Spider-Man is normally sort of slender and lithe and everything. This guy is big and chunky and strong and wearing a bronze breastplate over the top of his Spider-Man uniform. He can't be like a spider centaur with a bronze breastplate. <laughs> oh no! Where did the bottom half of a horse come from? <laughs> I just thought Swole Spider-Man's a great pitch, and you went centaur. Like this is Greek mythology. Like one of the like a drider, like a D and D drider with an absolutely buff upper body of a human man. I'm trying to get away from body horror. What are you doing? Is a centaur body horror to you? No, but a spider centaur is. That's just because you don't like spiders. It's not body horror. That's just spider horror. It's just a regular centaur with eight legs. Oh, mate. Now that's got legs. Oh, mate. That's just sleepness. That wait, no, that's Norse mythology. You went to the wrong one. Oh, you're right. All right, six legs and two arms, therefore eight limbs in total. Right, got it. Yeah. Isn't sleepness six-legged? I thought it was eight-legged. Maybe. Is sleepness an octopus? Did they just not know what an octopus was? <laughs> Odin riding an octopus. Yeah. They probably didn't know what an octopus was. That's accurate. Right, folks. Right, Greek hero Spider-Man slash caveman Spider-Man slash another era that you think would be cool Spider-Man. A knight. Maybe a dinosaur. The pitches come up with something to do with time. Yeah. Insert period of history Spider-Man here. All of these ones we've talked about. All of them. Spider-Man, it's about time. We need, we need to get this answer to Sony within the next five minutes. So far, I've got we just get Tobey Maguire. I pitched Tobey Maguire about four times. Yes. Yeah. We then had Man-Spider, the poor tortured soul that is slowly becoming a monster. Voiced by Tobey Maguire. Spider-Mario. Yahoo! Coming in hot. Spiders Man. Also, Spider Mario wears boots on every leg. I, I, I always knew you were going to bring the horrible ones. <laughs> This is like literally grotesque horror is any solution. Minus Super Mario jumping around, you're like, oh, you've really got a gross one here, man. And a lot of regular real world spiders, which is also some people have phobias about, but isn't that no, weird? No, no. I, I realised that I the way I dealt with Man Spider is I'd already purged it from my memory. So <laughs> moving on, Spider Goblin in his many reincarnations. And a historical Spider-Man. Yes. Also, someone did mention during the historical Spider-Man, Spider-Man with gun, if that speaks out to you, you know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, do, I do love thing with gun. Right. I've thought about this for barely any time at all. Excellent. <laughs> Just let me like that. The answer that I think is the best one to add to the Spider-Verse should be... Spider Mario voiced by Tobey Maguire. Yes! Oh, wait, a <laughs> wait a second! <laughs> uh, for the sole reason, the idea that a Spider-Man turns up and just curve stomps people along the way is truly a beautiful image. <laughs> it was an unreasonably good mashup of films. <laughs> I'm surprised at how well it lined up, I'll give you that. Yeah. Although, does this uh, mean that also they're going to add Spider-Wario, Spider-Waluigi, Spider-Luigi? Oh, good! Wah-Spider! <laughs> oh, wait, that's how you bring Man-Spider into it. It's Wah-Spider. Or... Where Spider-Man is just the re- yes, oh, oh so good, but also yellow. Oh, is... <laughs> just oh. wearing a yellow hat, yeah, just yeah, a yeah, monstrous yeah. spider wearing a yellow hat. Absolutely right. Congratulations, Bear. Your prize, oh, prizes, is yeah. going to be a photo of Spider-Man on your desk by Monday. Nice. Yes, oh, <laughs> you fit in the joke I've been making off air this whole time. And on air, um, have I? You've been, you've been trying, you've been trying. I've been trying to get it on air, and and Paul has for me. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, you can follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. And if you'd like to support us financially, you could send us a one-time donation on Ko-Fi, sign up for monthly donations on Patreon, or subscribe to us on Twitch if that's more your speed. 
Links to all of that will be in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Well, you'll see us. Well, not see, exactly. Ah, you get the idea. I did have a good time just thinking about the different weapons that Spider-Man could swing through New York using. <laughs> Lance gun. I think I think Lance was my best pick. To yeah, be Lance is very good. Lance, just Lance a, a stun gun as well. Just stun gun. I was like, like maces and flails a, and things. Like, a just dinosaur. a knife. Just Buster a knife. Sword. <laughs> just a <laughs> Just a switchblade, you know, swinging down, oh. fumbling with the switchblade. No, switch that's blade. the British, that's Spider-Man again, the British yeah. one. <laughs> no, no, the, the British Spider-Man is like a brick in a sock. <laughs> when we mentioned Upside Down Spider-Man just being in Australia, I was briefly going to get distracted by just a pitch of Australian Spider-Man. Yeah. Of just like a guy, just like, fuck! <laughs> he's known for being quippy, and instead of being quippy, he's just... He's just swearing he's just I mean, the, the Australians are quippy, but with a lot of extra... It just swears a lot over him after making quips. Nothing else is different. That's it. The one change is he swears a lot. Get time dot is up, you skank. Nah, Australian Spider-Man has legs.